Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome to Concussion Talk Podcast. I'm Nick Mercer. My guest today on episode 43 is pro wrestler, film producer, and concussion awareness advocate Rob Van Dam, RVD. His new film, Headstrong, is about his journey through concussion awareness and recovery. I would like to ask everyone to please visit my website at www.concussiontalk.com and to please consider supporting me on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash concussion talk. If you do visit my website, you may see a blog post by Ashley Hiscock from June 10th, which is yesterday. Ashley is the owner of the podcast sponsor, Premier Athletic Therapy and Sports Medicine. You can visit them online at www.premierathletictherapy.com and if you're in the St. John, John's or the St. John's area, you can call or book an appointment, appointment online for massage, athletic therapy, or kinesiology. You can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Concussion Talk. Okay, I'm on now with Rob Van Dam. Um, thanks for being on the podcast, Rob. Thank you so much. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm glad uh, glad to be here on this uh, platform to talk about a very important topic. Great, thank you. And I just want to start with a couple weeks ago, you tweeted promoting your 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 movie Headstrong. You tweeted, "In my heart, I believe concussion awareness is more important than ever." I'm glad to share my personal concussion experiences with everyone. So you first introduced introduced this idea in your film, in your movie Headstrong, which I watched like just last weekend, just on Sunday actually. So can you can you talk about this film, like how it developed, and why you think concussion awareness is such an important issue now? Yeah. So uh, first off, the idea of this uh, movie Headstrong, it was it's a documentary, and the idea was just to film me doing a seven-day comedy tour. Sometimes I do stand-up comedy. We thought it'd be good to film it and uh, to share my life. You are pretty, you are pretty funny. Huh? You are pretty... <laughs> well, thank you. 
Thank you. It was originally it was going to be a lot more about the comedy. Uh, I showed up for the tour with symptoms of a concussion, and from previous experience, uh, the symptoms always go right away. They're they're gone. So I didn't expect that it was going to be a problem. I kept thinking uh, the show must go on. You know, I'll wake up in the morning and I'll feel fine, but that didn't happen. And I had double vision and it didn't go away the whole tour so the movie becomes much bigger it becomes about um chasing down my concussion symptoms finding out what's going on in my head so it's a journey that i bring the people on with me because i'm sharing everything live you know as i'm getting it live with the camera so i'm getting my 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 cat scans mri getting a i'm in vision therapy and i'm and i'm and i'm hoping i'm hoping that i don't have cte um which a lot of my peers have been diagnosed with and uh so the movie becomes much bigger and and, and i really when i was first promoting the movie you know, I didn't really, I didn't necessarily want to give away um, that it was going to be about concussions just because it's a big surprise in the movie. I wanted it to be unexpected. But now, uh, just in the last couple of weeks, I feel that that concussion awareness is more important than ever because, um, well, because my friends keep uh, killing themselves. Uh, And and it, you know, happened again recently, a few weeks ago. And in that combined with uh combined with um a a lot of synchronicities that happened at the same time made me realize um as we find out in the movie they say that i don't have signs of cte thank god but they really can only test for it when you're dead so they test for discoloration inflammation Mm -hmm. odd odd shapes irregularities and everything checked out fine and I felt really good, but then I started realizing, you know, just most like in the last couple of weeks here, when the, you know, with the um, you know, another death, and I and I started thinking, mm. I don't know that this CTE couldn't set in later. I've had hundreds of concussions. I've totally abused my brain, and I, for one, don't want to go out like my friends and and be like hanging from a rope somewhere when I have my friends and family find me. Like, um, I have no desire to do that, but then I can't imagine that my friends want to do that either. So I'm really interested in trying to find out how, how things take over the brain, depression, uh, and just different, uh, brain chemistries, how, how when something takes over your brain, you don't have control over it anymore. And it's just like, it's really interesting. And my main drive is I don't want that happening to me. Yeah, no, I mean, geez, of course not. That's a, that's a, just, yeah. Well, like just, just you said, you have so many friends who are also obviously we're in the, we're in the wrestling business and, uh, and they've had the same number of traumas as you've had to your head, to your head. So it's very, obviously very important to you and very, just important to all your friends and everyone you know and your contact and your portal so that's yeah so under so understandable that you want to research find out more about this as much about this as you can yeah so uh-huh. i'm uh, absolutely so i'm doing a lot of uh, research right now and i'm also um one of the i'm not really talking about this yet but but i'm looking into the um the health benefits of cbds on the brain you know nfl has a story in, in this month's Time magazine um, where they're looking at the um, the neurotropic 
um, uh, inside uh, the the CBDs, which which they 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 have field testing to do, and they might have to do it on a bigger scale than I would. You know, I'm I feel yeah. like I'm on the front line. I've got some great connections, and if I can come up. Um, and, and represent some kind of product that actually really could protect the brain, then uh, I would feel like a hero. Like I can't imagine, um, I can't imagine how, how, um, how, how, how gratifying that would feel if I was able to make that happen. Yeah, of course. Wow. Yeah, I mean, because it's it, there's so much new, so much new research all, all the time about concussions and. What to do and what to build it up and what can't help or what can't, can't help right now. We don't know if you're not or whatever. So, yeah, yeah there's, there's no new research. Sorry to interrupt you, Nick, but all I hear is uh, static when you're talking now. Okay, thanks, uh, Rob. So, uh, just, so um, I was just, we were just starting out uh, an audio issue there. But um, I think we've got to sort it sorted out now. But um, I was gonna ask you. So you, you said, and you for you and your colleagues and friends you had, you said many concussions. So how many cousins concussions do you think you've had? Um, I I made a count several years ago. This is probably probably ten years ago or so because you know I donated my brain and spine to the uh, to the research to the. Um, Concussion um, uh, Sports Legacy Institute in Boston, and so I have to do these annual interviews. Um, there's two interviews every year that we have to do to keep uh, uh, to keep our profile updated, and, and they some of it's cognitive um, testing, and then others just uh, personal questions. And when they when they ask me to figure out how many concussions I had, I actually took a lot of time and thought about it, and I figured I had more than 500. And um, like I said, that was like 10 years ago. I've had it quite a few since then as well. Jeez, that is a lot. It used to be every night, and I really didn't know anything was wrong with it. I just thought it was part of the job. Like, you know, we would hit each other in the head with chairs, and I would knew, I knew for sure when that chair was coming that uh, – that I was going to get knocked silly. You know, sometimes sometimes I'd be in the ring, I'd hit the head with a chair, bam, and everything would be like slow motion. This happens so many times, or sometimes the sound goes out, or um, uh, sometimes the room's spinning. But uh, I never knew that I was doing that much damage, believe it or not. I, I thought, since I was tough enough to make it through the moment, that I, I thought, well, hey, at least I have a job showing my showing the strength, you know, this durability that people buy ticket tickets to, to, to watch, you know. But of course now I know now I know better and I was uh doing a lot of uh, a lot of uh banging around in my skull and a lot of bruising on my brain and so I'm I'm thankful uh that I don't have uh any obvious signs uh, uh of any um anything like like a lot of my friends. A lot of my friends for years, they've told me they know they've got um, long-term concussion damage, which of course is, is not the same thing as a, as a degenerative CTE. When you have that, it's degenerating. You're going downhill. Um, with some of the long-term symptoms of concussions, you, you can have that and have effects. My vision still is a little bit different. Like it changed my vision. Um, 
but at the same time, that's different than the uh, CTE. Yeah, I feel an interesting point there. I I didn't have a concussion, but I had a uh, I was in, I was in a coma in two thousand three, and that's where my brain injury came from. Well, guess yeah. it came from when I hit my head against the tree, but in a in a coma, and I've had double vision since oh three, so for the past sixteen years, so. Wow. There's a lot of, uh, yeah, I know though. I know, I know your double vision issue. I know how annoying it is. But, um, yeah, we were saying, we were saying earlier in the movie, the way you, the way you, in the movie, and the way I mentioned you earlier, that I thought was fascinating was watching you go from someone in the, in the movie itself, even just saying, oh, you know, my, my double vision will go away tomorrow. I have a headache. It'll go away tomorrow. I'll feel fine tomorrow. And you realized that. So when, when was it that you realized that, you know what? This is not going to weigh as quickly as I thought, and what, and I should take these more seriously. And then with all my other concussions, when did you when did you finally realize that you know what this is not not good, not right? I should really pay more attention to this. Yeah, it, you know, as you see in the movie at the end of the seven day tour, I was still kind of blowing it off. Like I was thinking, okay, this this might be serious, but at the same time. Um, I remember when I'm getting interviewed saying, when I get home, if it goes away, then, then maybe I'll forget to go get checked out. I yeah. See. Yeah. Um, so it, it, it was really, you know, not until I, um, until I started going, I guess, to, uh, to the neurologist. Um, and, and I, I realized at that point that I wasn't getting better by myself and it was really, it was really causing inconvenience in my life. Um, because uh, I was just so far off of my game, I had to, I had to make so many appointments between uh, getting getting my brain scanned and, and, and seeing the neurologist and trying to make appointments with the vision therapist. And I kept I remember those first few weeks I was so far off my game. I feel like I missed like three or four appointments, and I was trying to make up for it. I thought I could just find a vision therapist anywhere, so I would go on my own and, and try and ask somebody if they could do it, and I didn't understand. It was like an in-house thing with Colonel and Job, and they all work with each other, and uh, I was just like, I, I felt like like they weren't going to help me because I kept missing appointments, yeah. and, I, and they kept saying, you, you know, they, they even switched uh, therapists with me because the other girl got sick of me no-showing her, and I, uh, you know, eventually I got everything straightened out, but for a while there, just having the double vision made life so much harder that um, it was, and I didn't have someone, you know, to, to walk me around and, and do things and take take care of me and stuff at that at that time. You know, I was like uh, by myself for, for most of it with um, as far as that goes. So it was really, <laughs> it was really challenging. And that's when I realized like, you know what, I really need to get this fixed. I need to, I need to get into vision therapy. I need to, I need to make the appointment, remember when it is and get there and find out, you know, what, what to expect out of my double vision, which didn't seem to be getting better at all. Yeah. So, so, I mean, so as you said, you didn't know much about, you knew you had symptoms of what you, Figured it was a concussion, but you know how serious it was. So, what would, for generally for wrestlers and pro, pro wrestlers in general, would you say what is the the level of awareness of concussion? What was then when you were when you were wrestling? Let's say when you were wrestling yeah. with every year, ECFU. Yeah, they changed. You know, they changed their protocol. Um, I'd say before two thousand and. 
2007, maybe, 2006 or 2007. Before that, I don't think any of us understood uh, what what the concussion damage potential was. And uh, a fellow wrestler, Chris Nowinski, uh, he's, he, he got a, his concussion, ended his career, um, and he's a Harvard graduate. Yeah. We always, yeah, we always knew he was so smart to be a wrestler, but he, he ended up studying the brains, and now he actually looks at the brains of all of my peers, and he's the one that made the connection and said, hey, all these 99% of the NFL football players that they tested had it. You know, they were testing the brains that were donated because they were probably suspect. But 99% of the brains had it, and he started making the correlations between pro wrestling and uh, and, and football. And there was a lot of resistance to it, um, you know, and there still is. So, so that's the thing, Nick, because there's yeah. still resistance. They, they've changed a lot of what they did. They don't do chair shots to the head in WWE anymore. Yeah. WWE is just one company, but they are the big one. They are the standard setters, and they are... They are the company that's mainstream. Um, they now, when you have a concussion, uh, they don't let you back in um, until you pass some kind of testing to show that it has uh, subsided. So, so there is a lot more um, awareness than there than there used to be. And and when I was with WWE, they also had some uh, a little bit of class time, you know, to teach us about how important. Uh, concussion protection and, and awareness is it's still it's still getting resistance so there's a there's a, a class a class action suit that many former wrestlers or wrestlers have joined trying to sue wwe and because of that uh, wwe is very defensive about it so when you mention the word concussion it's almost like a swear word around there yeah. and I feel like it needs to be the opposite because I feel that just through sharing my experiences, I, I'm realizing that I'm helping people so much. I didn't realize that when I made this movie. You know, I didn't even know at first if I wanted to edit all the concussion parts out of it and maybe keep it about my comedy tour like it was going to be. But after people watch my movie and they tell me how much I've helped them deal with their depression um, or, or have them, you know, just start talking about their concussions. Like I realize now more than ever that it's, it's a really important thing before I wanted people to see my movie cause I wanted to get reimbursed, you know, for my hard work. Yeah. Now, now I, I really, you know, want to try to make a change. Yeah. Well, geez, no, that's a, it's very, it's very important. It's hard to, Especially for such high contact sports like wrestling, and uh, yeah, I think it's you're doing an uh, admirable thing. Um, I was going to ask you a bunch of questions about like standard process recovery for and has it changed? But you've answered those. Has it changed? And how much awareness is there? So I'm going to ask you about if uh, were you worried about CTE before you talked to Chris? Where you did you, you know, knowledge of it? I I don't think that I took it seriously enough. You know, like when I watch the movie and I see how nonchalant I am, which you know I, I'm I'm a very passive and I deal with uh, stressor. I'm sorry, with, with stress and pressure, like uh, um, a lot easier than than most people. That's that's part of part of my personality and attitude, but. But, you know, like, like you mentioned, uh, it, 
it didn't seem like it, like I like I really understood. Like I say in the movie, okay, let's say I do have something in my brain, CTE, whatever. At least, at least you know, I'm not going to wrestle that much anymore, so it's not really going to really end my career. And at least people will be able to learn from me. And that's what I my attitude in the movie. But when I watch that now. I think, no, it's so much more serious. I mean, worst case scenario, my brain would die and then I would die. Um, I, it, it's, it's like when I watch myself um, on that movie, I'm almost, I almost feel like, like I was just like in a bubble. I watched this, uh, this movie that Chris Lewinsky made, a documentary called Head Games. Yes, and in that, yeah. It, yeah, you're familiar with that movie, right? Yeah. Oh my God! When I watch that football player, they can't tell you the uh, you can't tell you the three consecutive months or what number yeah. comes after. Is just watching that like really woke me up. It really woke me up, and I thought, I guess that could potentially be me. You know, so forget about forget about. Well, you know, I'll just use it for a positive cause, and we'll all benefit. No, I <laughs> I would like to do anything I could to prevent uh, that from happening. So. Um, I, you know, I don't believe that I have any, uh, you know, any, uh, any of those signs right now. Uh, I am still wrestling though. I still every once in a while, you know, do get knocked silly. And, uh, and of course my concerns are through the roof when it happens now. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend, but what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of awesome what-ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Yeah, actually, these are my questions. You're, uh, your wrestling, your uh, your your style of wrestling is is very like it's just extreme. We're seeing kind of it's wild. It's, you jump out, thing you jump on boards and you know twenty feet up and all things like my reality. And guardrails and just barbed wire and stuff. So if I mean. Well, my first small question is how many broken bones have you had? This is just a general question. 
Well, so m- most of those, Nick, honestly, I probably didn't get diagnosed. You know, like uh, I learned early in the business um, when I was, let's see, 20. I was 20 years old. I just turned 21, actually. And I, I used to wrestle barefoot um, and-, and thought that that made me look tougher because I was a martial artist. And uh, one time I broke. So is that a guy in wrestling martial arts? You're a kickboxer, right? It, that is that, that is what happened. I actually got into kickboxing to get into the ring because I wanted to be a wrestler when I grew up, and then and then uh, I became a martial artist, and then um, and then yeah, I eventually did get into wrestling. And I thought I was at a fork in the road. I thought maybe I'll be a pro wrestler, maybe I'll be a pro kickboxer because yeah. I was pretty good at that too. And uh, wrestling took off for me. Um, er, back in the day, though, when I was barefoot, I broke. My my second toe, my second biggest toe, yeah. and it was like at a right angle, it like folded oh. over. It folded over my other toes, and I've never I've never seen that before at that age. You know, I broke my thumb. It really it freaked me out, and I actually uh, canceled the match that I had uh, that night. And I got so much uh, gruff, <laughs> so much. Uh, I, I got ridiculed so much by the, the wrestlers and the promoter. Are you kidding me? You don't, you don't, you, you know, but you don't uh, cancel a match because of a broken toe. He said, you just tape it to your other toe and keep going. And so most of my career, I had that philosophy. If I could keep going, uh, then I felt like I wasn't hurt. And because of that, I have all kinds of little, uh, little cracks and, and, and uh, compressed discs and bone splinters and arthritis, uh, stuff that shows up on MRIs. Yeah. But um, but I've had um, but I've had to wear a cast a few times on my feet. I've broken my wrist. Had to wear a cast there. The cast broke off in the match, and then I just left it off. <laughs> uh, but I, I've had one surgery, and that was an ACL uh, replacement. How long did that take to recover from? I took a whole year off. It was ACL, which they replaced with my own uh, patella tendon. That takes a little while yeah. longer to heal. Yeah, but it, but it's uh, it's a better way to do it than the cadaver uh, ACLs. At least at least you know a lot of my friends have had to get the same ones done three or four times because they had the cadavers because they returned uh, too soon. And um, so I, I took a full, and it was a uh, uh, meniscus, torn meniscus as well. So took a little extra long on that one, but yeah, uh, a full twelve months, and I'm glad I did because after I returned, I, I pretty much forgot that my knee was even uh, you know hurt before. Yeah, well, I've seen people. Well, obviously, your style of wrestling is very high risk and high risk, and, and that's why it became such a high risk, a high risk, high reward style of wrestling. So. If, and but that's the lead to so those copious bones you've broken, but uh, your head, Tom, as well. So, if you knowing what you know now about brain, Tom, or, or yeah, just brain, Tom, really, would would you do the would you treat your your style of wrestling differently, or would you try to modify it slightly somehow? So, moving forward, moving forward, I would definitely. Uh, change some things to protect uh, the head. You know what I mean? Like I don't, I don't take chair shots to the head anymore. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, 
when I first went to WWE, Vince McMahon told me to quit taking chair shots to the head. A lot of people, a lot of people want to blame Vince and think that everything is his fault. He told me right when I got there at WWE, put those put your hands up on those chair shots, and I was like. I was too headstrong, you know, I was like, oh, come on, Vince, I can take it, I'm tough. And he said, no, I'm telling you, put your hands up. So he really, you know, he really did care about uh, safety, and that was way back when I first started with him. But moving forward, you know, I would uh, try not to get uh, concussed. I would definitely be more aware. But the, the sad thing is, I was thinking about this, would I do it all over again? And I, I, I kind of, at this point, I kind of think I would. Yeah. Now, if I if I end up with my brain deteriorating and I and I can't remember my name, I'm sure I'll feel different. Yeah. 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 No, that's very true. So, and by that, at that point, you wouldn't be able to be able to say you wouldn't really want to know know that you can say no. Or that true. You can say, so. True, but at this point, I think about all the damage I've done to my body and, and, and beating up, you know, my head, my back, everything. But also, you know, what a great life I've had and still do have. And so, yeah, when I think about that, I'm like, would I do it all over again the same way? And uh, I guess I would because I think if you change something in the past with the butterfly effect, you might not be right where you are right now. And, yeah, you're an entertainer, so that was like your – do you always want to be always want to be an entertainer or a, or a wrestler, athlete wrestler? wrestler well, I, I think it, I don't think I thought, thought about entertaining very much before uh, before I got into wrestling. I know I wasn't an athlete. Like throughout high school, um, I didn't join. I didn't join any of the uh, the athletes, any of the school sports. Uh, if I did, I didn't stay very long. I joined high school wrestling because I wanted to be a pro, but then uh, it was inconsistent. It was not conducive to, to my values because I was 160 pounds. They were telling me I could drop down to 130, and I was saying, I want to weigh 230. I'm going to be a pro wrestler. And so, and because of that, because all the wrestlers in high school, they would like, Michigan State, it was doing really well that year, like in the finals. So they were like, they took it really seriously. They would wear like eight sweatshirts and run all day and make themselves throw up and take X legs. And I was, I quit because of that. I said that I'm, I'm growing. I've only got so many years where my body is still growing. I don't want to deprive myself of nutrients now. So anyway, I was wrestling for quite a while before I realized that the other wrestlers looked at me as athletically gifted. And so I just, you know, I went with it. Yeah, I was going to say you went with it, yeah. So do you think you've helped raise awareness or just raise awareness has been raised in the, uh, not sorry, WWE, but like Red Pro Wrestling? I'm sure that it, I, I know that it has, but not to the extent that it needs to be. It's, it's really weird how some things are just like glassed over and you know like i i mentioned just a few weeks ago um a wrestler killed herself and it's very there's not much information coming out at all about it but what is coming out is they're saying they think it was a deep depression because she had like nine uh, concussions and and that that sounds like as good an excuse as any as to why somebody that appeared so happy and fine, you know, would, would want to take their own life. I mean, you're, I'm sure you probably heard about the Chris Benoit tragedy. Yeah, I did. Uh, I, I think that was the first time that we really started looking at 
the potential dangers that could follow having CTE. Because I mean, I, I knew this guy. You know, I couldn't see him killing his, his family, his you know, his wife, his kid, and then himself. I didn't believe it. I totally didn't believe it. And then when I started hearing the theories about how the tau protein sits on your brain and it and it blocks the information, and it's like having uh, Alzheimer's or uh, something like that. And I, and I started seeing a, a possible way where maybe, you know, his brain was taken over. And, and the thing is, um, there's, a, there's other, not many, but there's statistics, you know, as far as, like, other people with this, athletes, and how they how they go down that same road, how they're acting like not themselves, and they get real depressed, and, you know, the signs that, the signs that the concussion damage lead to with the depression. And this, I, I think definitely there's not enough talk about it now. And um, way more than there used to be. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to be talking and sharing my experiences as much as possible. And I hope that it encourages other people to also because um, we need to find out how to protect our brains. And that's it's and right now. That's a very good possibility. That article I was telling you about in Time Magazine, yeah. um, they're talking about a pregame pill that the players could take with CBDs uh, so that when they go out there and play, the brain would then be protected. And, you know, things like this are always on the table way too long before they're released to the public because they got to make sure that they're making money to make up for everywhere where they're losing money. That's the way the, that's the way pharmaceutical, you know, the big pharma and the whole government runs. So that's, that's, that's where we're at right now. But I'm, I'm going to try and accelerate as much as I can and keep that concussion uh, conversation open. Well, it's going to be a, it's a definitely important conversation. These conversations keep open. Um, so yeah, and you have a, I mean, you have a great platform to talk to just anybody, but also to uh, to many to, to younger wrestlers getting into the getting into, getting into the sport and the entertainment business now. So, what would you say to a, a young uh, wrestler, say that just had like twenty years old or just starting off, and what would you say, say to them about the business and about pro wrestling in general? Yeah, well, you know, I, I, it's, I think that pro wrestling is and, and, and probably still should be like the, the toughest people on the planet. It shouldn't be something that just anybody could do. And people get hurt all the time with it. Some people get hurt more often than others, you know what I mean? So it, it is something that I think should be rough because of its nature because of what it is i don't want to see pro wrestlers wearing nerf gear you know and bouncing off of each other but what i would tell anybody uh especially young wrestlers that are getting into the business my takeaway from watching this movie that i made headstrong my takeaway what i learned the most and I thought that I knew a lot about concussions. Like I said, I'd already donated my brain spine years ago, but I think I made every mistake you could make, and I think that's why my symptoms stuck around so long. When you get a concussion, you need rest, and you need to make sure to not stimulate your brain. For some reason, I felt, I felt the opposite. Like I could see fine out of either eye, but if I opened up both eyes, I yeah. saw double. And so something. Something was telling me that my brain needed like to be revved up, you know, like like it was. I felt like my brain was like a, a car engine that was sputtering, and I just needed to hit the gas or whatever. So I like 
I don't know. I, I tried to read. I tried to watch TV. I even took an Adderall because I thought that my brain needed to be fired up. And then even though Chris Nowitzki told me don't do the comedy tour, which was like two or three days after I whacked my head, uh, it's not – I mean, I never cancel a show. That's, that's, that's show business. You know, the show must go on. Like I said, if I'm not – if I'm able to work – that I'm not hurt, and I use that same philosophy, and I did the comedy tour, and it was brutal. I mean, it, I had lights shining, you know, right in my eyes, like so bright, they were burning <laughs> burning my head, and I was looking, I was seeing double, like the whole time, and, and every time I'd wake up, I'd be so surprised, like, wow, the symptoms still aren't gone? But when I look at it, and the symptoms, by the way, lasted at least a year and a half uh, before I stopped doing vision therapy, and I was still getting results uh, when I stopped. Um, but I really believe if I would have just rested right away, put myself in a dark room and, and try to just close my eyes and relax and rest, I really think that my symptoms probably wouldn't have stuck around and lasted so long. I think I made it worse by not doing what you need to do to take care of a concussion. Right. Yeah, no, that makes sense. So speaking of the re you're saying resting, so did you find you found that or have did you find have you found that fatigue is a really is a big is an issue for you? Were you really tired during the during the tour? Um, you know, it, it was, uh, it was mostly just the, the vision was bothering me. Um, uh, but outside of that, um, as far as like being on stage and telling jokes and performing, I really didn't have, I really didn't have a, a big problem with that, you know? So, um, I guess I impressed myself in that way because I feel comfortable on stage and I'm not like real, real nervous. So it didn't, yeah, so it didn't seem like as stimulating as it probably was. I mean, at the time, I thought like, well, I'm just, I'm just up there talking like this. But looking back at it, it's probably way more stimulating than it would have been if I was just in a dark room. Yeah, no, I mean that movie. I think the movie is is a great insight into how like watching one somebody like just yourself go from someone who knew a bit about concussions and. To someone who knows a lot more about, is aware of not just knows about them, but is aware of their effects and and what to do and how and that they should be, and this obviously avoid, obviously avoid it, but they should be treated with respect. So it's a fascinating, fascinating movie. And so uh, where can people find that movie? Thank you. Yeah. So the movie's headstrong, and uh, I love it. If uh, if everybody checked it out. Let me know. Let me know what you think about it. I'm really proud of the way this documentary turned out. Headstrong is available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, Vudu, and Fight TV. Okay, I, I don't know Vudu or Fight TV very well, but I yes. So Vudu, Vudu appears to be um, Walmart's. Um, uh, distribution, digital platform distribution, right. and uh, and Fight TV, um, they're they're the only one that uh, actually is uh, around the world right now. And they Fight TV does uh, MMA and pro wrestling, and um, a lot of the fans are familiar with it. So uh, yeah, so that's a that's a new channel that uh, that we've been on, and I'll be working on putting a DVD together, uh, hopefully by the by the holidays. Um, but um, right now, I, yeah, I still need a lot more people to check it out on iTunes. Well, I hope you, I mean, I, I endorse it. I think 
I think everyone should. It's a fascinating look at watching, like I said, someone go from not total ignorance, but just uh, not really not that aware of it, into someone who really knows about it, and uh, someone really interested, wants to know more, and sees how it affects their own life. So, I recommend everyone check it out. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I mean, it's a uh, it, it, it's a it's a valid cause, wanting to find ways to prevent. Uh, my friends from getting CTE and, and finding ways to help their brains. But to be honest, it's also a selfish motive because I don't want my, I don't want to end up yeah. like a lot of my friends. So that's, you know, I, that's my genuine uh, determination here is, that, you know, if, if we can do something while I'm still around, let's do it. That's a, yeah, definitely. And uh, so, so thank you so much for, uh, for coming on my podcast, is there anybody else you'd like to, anything else you'd like to promote, like talk about your, how do people find you on social media or your website? Yeah, you can, uh, you can find me at the real RVD everywhere on social media. And, um, there's also uh, a website for this movie called headstrong RVD, .com, And that's where you can see, uh, any info, the trailers, and uh, check it out there. I also got RobVanDam.com, but I uh, I forget about that one. <laughs> but the real RV, real RVD everywhere. And uh, if you if you see the movie, I would I would love it if you would hit me up on uh, on Twitter, or Facebook, or something, and let me know if you enjoyed it. Because not only is the movie about me, but I was involved every step of the way, editing everything frame by frame. So when I say I'm proud of the way it turned out, that's also as a movie maker, which most people won't know me as. No, I've introduced you my short little brief intro as a film film producer. So hopefully you awesome. become aware of that. But uh, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much, Nick. Uh, let's let's get the word out and uh, keep moving forward and, and uh, have more information to share in the future. Thank you. Yeah, okay, thank you. Have a great day. I apologize for the audio issues, but I hope you manage to make your way through. As always, music at the beginning of this podcast is by Ben Sound. www.bensound.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.